Welcome back to episode three. Three? Of the House of Dragon podcast, Game of Thrones prequel. I am one of you co-hosts. My name is Robbie. Alongside the man with the best hair in the Seven Kingdoms, Cousin Benny. Fuck. Oh, sorry. And then my hair shit. (laughs) Our maester himself. Our good buddy, Ryan. Thanks, Robbie. Uh, So, yeah, this is Three Hot D's, a House of the Dragon podcast um, on HBO. Hopefully you guys have been watching. This is on episode three. The episode title is second of his name, which I think has uh, kind of multiple meanings behind it. We'll talk about that later, I think. Um, And uh, I don't know. I liked it. What do you guys think about this episode? What's your overall impressions? Whoever wants to go first. Again, hey, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, uh, well, I thought it was good, yeah. Um, (laughs) I enjoyed the uh, last 15 minutes of it, but again, same stuff, man. Just a lot of uh, of plotting and scheming this episode, obviously, with the uh, trying to uh, wed, uh, uh, or what's her name, Rainer, Rainaris, what the freak is her name? Rainera. 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 So, yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, Obviously, Viserys. You know, I feel about that, uh, that dick stick, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a great episode. I mean, I thought, you know, like surprise, surprise, but I thought it was maybe like a essential Game of Thrones slash House of the Dragon where you got like a ton of political stuff and an epic battle scene. So that was, you know, they're firing on all cylinders coming out here in episode three. So, I mean, they've done, a, they've, they've gone a long ways as far as, you know, only three episodes. Yeah, agree. I liked it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could say I liked it better than the other two, but I did like it a lot. Um, probably on par. I don't think uh, of the three, any of them are like, oh, this one's like head and shoulders above the other two. Um, or any three of them are like garbage where it's like the other two are great. Um, there was a lot of uh Good conversation, which I love. Uh, a lot of symbolism and a lot of uh, people dying and getting fucking stomped on uh, or burned up or whatever. So there was a lot of cool shit in this episode. Um, I mean, it started with another time jump. So each episode has had a time jump. This one, about three years, it seems like, because yeah. the kid turned two. You got to figure at least at least nine months uh for allison to be pregnant and i think they even said something about the bat the the war has been going on for three years um so three episodes three time jumps um i'm curious to see like what happens in episode four how how far ahead are they gonna go or or what who knows i think they handled the time jumps really well too like that you could easily feel like you know did i miss like you know i i missed something something i need to fill in those gaps but i think where they leave it each week and where they pick up from has been really good so far yeah I'm, i agree with you i think uh the time job isn't isn't as uh confusing i would i would you know guess but i i, I think they do it well usually with time jumps you know you could be all over the place and not, and not really know what's going on but they kind of they kind of filled in filled in nicely and uh I think Viserys' hair went a little bit, a little bit lighter this episode. I think he's, I think he's losing it. Yeah, he's falling, he's still falling apart. Yeah, 
did you guys notice uh he was lo- missing two fingers yeah 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 i didn't notice I wonder- it at first but uh second watch i was like oh shit look, he lost his fingers <laughs> did you do you think that second finger was just a casualty of letting the first one linger too long or maybe something else happened i'm i mean they didn't say anything so i'm guessing it's connected but yeah who knows i mean he's getting like minor cuts from the throne and like falling apart so yeah who knows i will say i don't want to give anything away towards what i'm going to say at the end of the episode but coming out party for viscerous this episode i feel like yeah very good very good was there yeah we'll talk about that a little later but i have to agree with you i think robbie's hatred Maybe waned a little in this episode, but it, who knows? It did. It okay. waned a little. I think he he he's uh he's got a little soft spot in the heart for me. Um, mainly because of the uh, the deer scene, but he was also kind of you know, lameo trying to kill him. So I mean that was a tough scene to watch, but that's who uh, Viserys is. Yeah. Can't really do it. Doesn't really know how to do it, but then I guess gets it done. Yeah, he's the king. Yeah, it's king good to be the king. That's it. Um, so I guess we'll like start because I think there's a lot to say about Viserys. We could talk about that later with a lot of the other things that he does in this episode. Robbie brought up a few things, Benny. Um, so at the beginning, when it was, uh, you know, clearly the battle with um, the crab feeder and his fucking triarchy nonsense, that guy getting stomped on was hilarious. Yeah. just he's he's screaming my prince let's go <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then stomped dead yeah got hey, at, least Python. He, at least he got a quick exit you know he didn't have to get eaten alive so yeah right which a, a little bit of mercy do do crabs will crabs eat people i think you saw a little bit that he like leaves whatever they actually some, do eat on some them old as, day like, or something <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Couple of corn on the cobs, maybe some potatoes. Yeah, do a little <laughs> stew. Yeah, yeah, or a uh, clam bake or whatever. Cra- crab. What do they call it? Crab. I think it's a crab bake. No, crab bake. I don't know. Crab bake. Like Get the newspapers whatever. out. Regardless, uh, so that was pretty cool. But, um, and maybe we'll because we're gonna, I'm sure, talk extensively about the battle scene. But I'm, I'm confused by how that was all going down. Like the fact that they have minimum two dragons. And the triarchy is just like, uh, we'll just hide in the caves for a little bit and we'll be cool for three years. Okay. Like, whatever. Well, I mean, you've seen it so many times in Game of Thrones, especially the book. Like, it, this is siege warfare. Like, if you're not prepared, you know, to to hide and to, to hold your line, then you're going to lose by starvation. So I'm sure they had some type of wares or food or something built up so that they crabs. could withstand this yeah a bunch of crabs <laughs> eating crabs <laughs> yeah um and then so then they move on um and what'd you guys think of before we get into some of the episode what'd you think of like the here in the intro again did you feel the same like like and you know i'm excited or was it just kind of like all right we're still in this let's go um i guess i'm always excited once that theme song comes on doesn't matter to me. So I was I'm once that those 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 notes hit, I'm 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 locked in. Oh yeah. Is it the best theme song of all time? I was I don't it's know, man. There. Once 
once that that intro hits in succession, I don't know. To me, yeah, it, yeah, and it's the same dude that did the Game of Thrones stuff, but yeah, same know, with man, uh, what... Westworld. Westworld has yeah. a sick theme, and it's the same guy. <laughs> it is the only theme that's longer than. 15 seconds that i will sit through every single time i haven't watched succession and i haven't watched westworld but nothing like i don't know that theme music almost puts me in like put my phone down pay attention i'm locked in i'm ready to go it like gets me in the mood right is it better though than the fresh prince of bel-air theme absolutely song? not absolutely not i knew wow, robbie was gonna on. spend that <laughs> come on man come it's on, the man. prince you, you're too caught up in uncle phil <laughs> passing away you have so much emotion tied to this theme song now that you're just getting crazy with it i'm fucking crying right now you can't see the tears coming down my face rest in peace this is gonna be the clip this is gonna be the clip i want to see the tears coming down where's the water let me get what's the what's the theme song is it full house when they're like they say the milkman the paper boy even tv yeah that's a good one one. no you're right benny you're fresh prince i'm just kidding but no (laughs) game of thrones and succession are probably tied up there because those are the only ones and fresh prints that I, i'll listen through throughout yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot most shows you're skipping the intro yeah but this never never no so then uh so after that kind of opening scene um it's some politicking what'd you guys think a, of because it, of it was i mean they they're you know doing the hunt uh getting that already and of course this is an opportunity for all these fucking people to to talk to the king or do whatever they're doing um what what stood out to you i mean i'm thinking of like two people or actually like three people that kind of stood out from that whole uh hunt part of the story what do you guys think or did anyone particularly stand out to me, um, I just want to give a huge shout out to the Lannisters. I mean, that <laughs> just just seeing them come back into the fold, you're just like, nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hearing them talk about Castler, Casterly Rock, uh, um, them being involved, it, that was that stood out to me as just being like a cool, a cool thing. Those arrogant fucks. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Once I saw that uh, that sigil and and they they, they said the Lannister name, it just brought brought me back. To, to my boy Tyrion, uh, Jamie, seriously the God, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and uh, that's on. Uh, do you know that that dude that played? He played both of those parts. Yeah, both Lannister parts. I did not know. Yeah, that. I yeah. was looking him up on IMDb during the episode, and she was like, "Oh, he plays both parts." It looks yeah, like uh, Ar- it's, it Hammer. looks like they were like. Um, can we get a Hemsworth for this? And they're like, no. Nah. All right, get this guy. He's sort of decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how'd you like the fact that uh, the one, not the one, the one that stays in Castle Rock that he was trying to hook um, Rhaenyra up with was named Jason. Like all these, all these fucking like you know weirdo middle medieval names, Jason. Okay, it's like, hey, what's up? I'm Steve. I'm Steve yeah. Lannister. Yeah, Jay, Jay <laughs> Lannister. What's up? Sounds like a guy ho- who, who does plumbing. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it was spelled like J A Y S S O N, like something crazy to make it like you know, sort of George yeah. R. R. Martin. Um, he's like, hey, he's like, hey, how you doing? Uh, Want to get married? Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I'll build you a dragon pit. Oh, okay, 
Not apparently it's spelled J A S O N. Wow, what a, what a loser. Yeah. Yeah. And, and his brother, Thailand. <laughs> like, at least that's like <laughs> something. Whatever. What about you? Well, who did what stood out to you? Um, so yeah, the Lannisters were one. Um, just the fact that um I mean it, in theory, like it kind of does sort of make sense to try and marry her to someone powerful in the realm. That marrying Lannister would make more sense than fucking stupid Otto's suggestion of marrying her two year old brother, Aegon the second. Although Is I it- mean it, strategically it does make sense for Otto to, to suggest that but it's it's so stupid and Viserys is just like he him <laughs> I think really? I think that they would wait though right I mean they would wait a few no, years I like know, anna- announce it but I don't know I thought that was like honestly obviously like you said I know why Otto it's only strengthening his family's claim to power exactly but that's the most Targaryen thing to do so yeah, brother, I, it made sense to me Maybe and I'm if, a fucking freak. I don't know. Right. If anything, it's slightly less Targaryen because they're only half siblings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not as, I guess, bad as, you know, some of the other Targaryen marriages. Um, but yeah, that was that was good. Lannister, Otto. And then the other uh, one of the other people that stood out to me was um, Strong. Um, yeah. Selwyn, I think Selwyn Strong uh lionel strong lionel well nice. his, lionel. his two sons were in it too so one of them might have been selwyn but uh there's laris and uh whatever the other no whatever it doesn't matter but uh him he seems like as far as all the council members the only one that's like looking out for viserys's best interest i guess or like the best interest of the realm you know when him saying well, you should uh, have her marry. Um, what the hell's his name? Valerian. Uh, yeah, the the son. The son. What the fuck's his name? Starts with an L. Uh, Come on. You know better than me. I don't know. Lenor. The one he at the he was at the end. He rode Sea Smoke, the dra- the dragon at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So strong, he strong out of him this week. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that one kind of does make sense. Um, But, you know, I'm sure you can make an argument for a lot of a lot of fucking people in the realm that, oh, that, you know, her marrying him would strengthen. But she's um, who knows what she's going to do. She's a wild card. See, it's funny to me that like when we talked about him, I think it was the last episode. I was like, he's the only one that um has his best interests in mind and you were like eh, but doesn't he have something going on you th- do you think he's got something going on and now i think we're flipped where you're like right i mean i always uh, and think I, and so- i kind of think that he's got a little something going on himself they all have something going on um but i don't know it's two weeks in a row where he like gave good honest advice whether it actually is good for the realm or not like for her to marry him or whatever or in the last episode, him saying, like, uh, you should marry. Maybe he's got something going on with them. Because both times he said, yeah, you should marry a Valerian. Like, so, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Um, so, as far as, and then, I mean, uh, probably the best part of the, you know, before we get to the hunt, the best part of the whole pavilion tent shit is Viserys getting loaded. 
and just being, <laughs> being like, you know, talking shit to Lannister. Um, and just you, like his face, you're just like, he fucking hates all these people and just doesn't want to be there and is upset. Yeah, I feel like he was just just over everything. He was like, right. fuck this. I'm I'm done with all this. I'm gonna have a couple glasses of Chardonnay, maybe, maybe Cabernet. <laughs> and look, Cabernet yeah, white girl wasted. Yeah. <laughs> that reminded me of like um, you know, just those old episodes with uh, Tyrion just getting bombarded and then saying whatever the hell he wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm turning the corner on Viserys. I liked that he just got drunk and was like, fuck these people. <laughs> yeah. I'm over these people. Like, screw everybody. So, I mean, he could see, he he saw where everybody was coming from and he was like, fuck these people. That's it. Yeah. I feel like part of him too is he finally had the boy. He finally has a male son and he feels a weight lifted off his shoulder. But now he's got to deal with all these other politics that he like, he said it, you know, he, I don't want to deal with this shit, especially right now. Like we're out on the hunt. It's his name day. Like all this stuff. I don't want to deal with all the shit. So I think he thought having, you know, and he mentioned it when he's having the conversation at the fire where like he had this dream about having the son and like he thought that was just going to be the end of his problems. But in reality, now it's just, especially after naming Rainier the heir, like this is just adding a whole other list of problems to him that he just never foresaw and he doesn't want to deal with. Yeah. I can agree with that, but I think I don't know. Maybe next episode we'll see him like do something that shows that that shows that he's stronger than we think. Because the for up until this point, we were like, especially Robbie, he's a weak piece of shit. Like he stinks. And then now it's almost kind of like which Game of Thrones or Song of Ice Fire loves to fucking do, where you're just like this guy or this girl is this way and then they're like eh, maybe not maybe they're <laughs> yeah. not so weak or maybe they're not so you know shitty um and you know but i still think their symbolism and a couple other things they're still kind of saying like mm, he's he's a weak ruler or he's ineffective and i think the hunt shows that perfectly um they they say up oh, as a white heart and on his name day how great would that be it's you know symbol of royalty so, and blah 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 they're they're like so subtly trying to plant that seed of like oh, oh hey, yeah. yeah this is your this is all for your boy like yeah you need to make this change so yeah Aegon, you know. huh eh? yeah <laughs> like okay and then the, the robbie mentioned it before the actual hunt scene was so pathetic and like i actually found it hard to watch i know it's not real it's not they're not actually killing a deer but when they're just got him tied up and he's just like and the thing is screaming like yeah i agree that was yeah like i had that in my notes that that was a tough scene to watch even though cgi but still it was like you felt that and it was tough to watch but um getting back with the viserys thing like i think like you said, he's he's um there's a turning point, I think, to where he's about to do something kind of bad or kind of snap, I think. I feel like that's that's coming as well. I think Possibly, no one yeah. is a nice guy, but I feel like he might just lose his mind in uh, in an episode or two. Yeah, you, you might be right where I mean, we brought it up 
in one of the episodes or Benny brought it up. Targaryens are fucking crazy people. And we have yet to see really anyone be like that crazy. I mean, maybe Damon a little bit, but I would not be shocked if yeah, uh, Viserys just all of a sudden snaps and like has a bunch of people killed or does something rash or crazy. Um, I don't know. Um, but I feel like the, the, the scene at the fire and being drunk and like talking shit. And then also we'll talk about it in a second, but the, after the hunt, um, you know, that scene, I think kind of made it almost like Viserys isn't a piece of shit. He's actually kind of decent. Um, he's just almost like, a nor- like a normal dude that like yeah. got saddled with you know this pressure okay. and this weight of, of something and he's just like not equipped in any way shape or form i don't think he was ever you know he wasn't raised thinking that he was going to become the king he never got you know lessons or taught you know conversations as to like you know this is what's expected of you this is how you should be ruling he just kind of got dropped in it yeah um, i don't know how, how long did they meant did they mention how long it was after he was named heir and jaharis died was it like five, uh, 10 years? I don't remember, but I don't think it was that long. But your point makes sense because he was already a fully grown adult by the time that he was named king because Jaharis didn't have uh, an heir. So, yeah, I mean, he at that point, probably most of his like personality, knowledge. I mean, not that he can't grow, but you're right. Like he wasn't raised to be a ruler. He was probably just raised to be a Targaryen, you know, be a dragon rider, like kind of a badass and like, that's it. But you're not responsible for the realm or anything. It's, it's just like such a, it's a theme of both of the shows where like everybody thinks I could be the King. I could do, you know, I know best. And you get it from Rhaenyra in this episode when she's talking to Kristen Cole, where like, you don't, people think Kristen Cole, (laughs) my boy, we'll get (laughs) them, get them, get the mop ready. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she, she she's talking about how people, you know, think her life is one way when reality, they don't know all the stuff that she has to deal with. So everybody sees it from the other side of like, well, if I was a king, I would do this, this and this. But when you're in that seat and now you have all this pressure of all the politics of it, you know, I don't think he was ready for that in the least. You think no. uh, Viserys is uh, maybe like a Ned Stark adjacent now? Is that too I think Ned acted out of loyalty and nobleness, whereas Viserys is just either trying to make everybody happy or do what he he thinks is quote unquote right, right. or try, just just to keep the peace, and that just leads him to make bad decisions. Right. Yeah, but I think he's adjacent to Ned Stark in that he didn't. Gr- I mean, I'm assuming we don't know this, but like, didn't doesn't want power but like was put into this position of power. And now it's, you know, in Viserys's case, like Benny said, I need, I want to make everyone happy. I want to have peace. You know, he's stepping into the shadow of Jaharis, who was like the peacetime King. Everyone thrived, the realm thrived, whatever. So he wants to avoid war as best as much as possible. Um, Whereas you're right, Benny with Ned, it kind of did it more out of loyalty and duty and, and things like that. But I think the, the fact that they probably both didn't want power is is probably parallel to each of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of our sweetheart Kristen Cole, 
what'd you guys think about the scene with, or just that whole kind of, you know, little plot of Kristen and uh, Renera running away, uh, having a, a little time by themselves, and then uh, and then killing a boar, and then uh, seeing the white heart, but not actually killing it. What'd you guys think of that whole thing? I thought it was good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I think I think obviously, um, she has feelings for uh mr cole i mean who wouldn't guys a fucking dream boat um really yeah i think it's kind of again like i I think it's kind of setting it up where you know she's going to kind of want to pick him and marry him i think i think it was a good um uh a good scene i liked when he said that he would uh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna off the uh off the lannister guy you want me to kill him yeah yeah, you want me to kill him (laughs) i thought that that was uh I thought that was cool. I think uh, obviously he has a uh, 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 fierce loyalty to her, and uh, and I think that um, you know I'm kind of excited to see where that little uh, little love child not a really love trying but where that little uh, love nest goes. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think if that's where it goes, it's again going to be another dumb decision because now you have all you know the the Kingsguard are supposed to be not take a wife. This is the shit, all the shit that got Jamie in trouble. Um, so it's just going to cause another clusterfuck of people freaking out if she decides to do this. It's going to put Viserys in a bad spot. It, it's just going to cause more problems. Um, as far as the scenes with them together, I thought it was great. Um, I thought I really liked the, the scene by the fire. I liked the conversations that they had. The boar scene was sick and it, it perfectly balanced the Viserys not, you know, barely being able to kill the stag, but then Rhaenyra just being a complete badass and stabbing the boar a million times. Right. And also not killing the white stag uh, when she clearly could have told him to or maybe done it herself or whatever. I mean, imagine if she rolled up in the camp, not with the boar, but with the white heart, people would be like falling all over themselves they wouldn't know what to do yeah yeah you know the fact that they had to get this garbage brown deer uh and she got the one and it was just the two of them so like i mean i think she made the right decision for her own character but for her claim she did not i think she could have like really shored up a lot or or made a lot of believers out of that camp by showing up yeah. with, with the boar and the white heart or one or the other or whatever. Um, and I think it's in stark. Sorry. I think it's in like stark yeah. comparison. Like, um, Viserys had to kill that poor deer, like tied up and he couldn't even do it. And she's over there. <laughs> sh- uh, shanking this wild boar. That's like just going ballistic. And like, just the, just the, the difference between those two, you can see in, in, in that scene, basically. And I think that's why, going back to last episode, that's why Damon respects her, but doesn't respect some of the other clowns that are in the circus, like Otto, even his own brother, because they're weak and she's strong. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think, uh, no, never mind. I was going to say something I think about too, future shit, but we don't have to do that. Yeah. It just kind of shows that the two, I mean, not not that Viserys, was, his back was against the wall against the stag, but we've seen when his back is against the wall, he kind of makes rash, stupid decisions 
And when she's up, her back is up against the wall. She seems to save the day, whether it's going to Dragonstone, killing the boar, you know, she, she seems to have a clearer mind and can be able to do what needs to be done. Right. Yeah. I can agree with that. I agree. <laughs> Are you drafting Robbie? <laughs> well, I don't know what happened to Phil. I think he, he might've fell asleep. So I had to grab somebody. Oh boy. But yeah, I didn't like who I had to grab, but. Who'd you um, grab? Hunter Henry. We needed a tight end. All right. Hey, it happens. Sorry. No, that's okay. You know, I'm cool just day. a busy. I'm a busy boar. It's a bit... <laughs> did you, Did you guys think? Speaking of that boar, did you think it was a little shaky CGI wise or special effects wise? I was or... gonna. I was gonna say that because even like, I don't know, man. Even the drag when they're riding the dragons, it it it's like, it's just different to me. I, the CGI is kind of, kind of on the eh side, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I thought the. This episode, the dragons looked very good. There was a couple of parts like, again, they look good, but like there's just like little like when uh, earlier in the episode with um, Damon, when they had the undershot of the dragon, like walking something about it just looked kind of weird to me. But like overall, it's very good. I mean, it's movie or cinematic quality, but yeah, here and there it's like, eh. And the boar, I don't know, it kind of looked like an R.U.S. from Princess Bride to me. <laughs> like <laughs> a rodent of unusual size. That's what it, I don't know. But, I mean, overall, it their special effects are very good in comparison to most shows. Um, but, yeah, here and there, I'm like, eh, all right, that's, that's not great. Even, like, the stag, like, running away, just, like, slightly off. I don't know. I think it's just the technology just not being there. I, you know, yeah. that's that's like the one thing I'm probably going to nitpick the least. I think out of any, out of anything, just because of how hard and how much time that that stuff makes must take. Oh but, yeah, um, no, I'm not disparaging the artists out. Oh no, 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 like, I know they do awesome, but yeah, yeah there's def- like... but there's definitely moments. You're right where it's you're like, oh, that's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like he's buffering. You know, <laughs> like he's not <laughs> right. completely loaded. Yeah, but um, hold on, let me download. Um. <laughs> So I think um, so the the hunt overall, great storyline, um, everything about we got some movement when uh, we didn't even mention this when Renera strolled back in covered in blood uh, with the boar and just everyone was just like, I mean, I know she didn't bring the white stag back, but I feel like there maybe was a few believers that day anyway, like just like, sure. oh, shit, she is no joke. Look at this. Yeah. This bad B. <laughs> yeah, continuing her trend of being a bad B. Right. Love it. Um, so then I would say, like after that, um, basically, uh, I think there's a, a small scene or a short scene where Allison goes in and they're talking about um, you know, what's going on in the step zones. And I thought Allison was great by just being like dude stop being an idiot like yeah. like honestly she was just like what's better the crab feeder surviving or being vanquished for the realm like what's better so she really like got him moving which i think he needs someone like allison to tell him shit like that like because yeah i'm sure a small council are probably semi yes men to a certain extent um 
maybe they tell him certain things, but you know, he needs, like he even said earlier about uh, his previous wife, like she made a man out of him. Like he probably needs a strong woman to, to tell him what to do. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, the small council is always going to try to like push him in a direction and, and leave the, the ultimate decision up to him. Right. Um, but definitely not speak to him so bluntly, yeah. um, which is kind of funny because again, we're looking at parallels of how meek she was kind of when she went to Rainier in the beginning of the episode, when she had, you know, her, her song on, on repeat. Right. On yeah. The, on the Westeros Skipping. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was like a power, a little bit of a, a power struggle, like <laughs> with the bard just being like the princess says stay. And the queen's like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. All right, you got it. <laughs> that was a good song. though. I enjoyed that song. <laughs> yeah, I, we should put that uh, on our playlist, Robbie. Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'll see if I can yeah. find it. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, in any way that Allison might like break away from Otto and be more loyal to Viserys than to to her father? Do you think that's already starting to happen, or has happened, or what? What do you think about that? Those that kind of triangle—not a love triangle, but those three people. I could see it, but I could also see him not being around long enough for it to matter. Who, Viserys or Otto? Viserys. Eh, you might. Uh, possible. Yeah. Because I think ultimately, I think you might end up seeing like a um, Cersei Tywin type thing where Cersei decides, I'm loyal to my son, you know, and she starts getting frustrated with Tywin. Right. You know, she so she may have one idea of what she wants to do with with Aegon, and Otto has another, and that's where the power struggle comes in. Could be. Yeah. I agree with you. I think, <clears throat> yeah, I think. Um, I don't know. I think, I think she's uh, she's sticking with Otto right now. But I agree that there's gonna, there might be a power struggle going on, and who knows, like how long Viserys is going to be be around. But she um. She's coming into her own too in these past couple episodes. Like the dialogue maybe in 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 episode one wasn't as much, but I'd like to I like to see how you know how much much confidence she's showing and and how she can kind of play this game as well. So I'm I, I'm also intrigued to see where where her character is going to go. I said there will be a time where she sits our Iron Throne. Maybe it's today. Whoa, Ooh. maybe we'll see. We'll see when we get to that segment. <laughs> um so i mean might as well get into probably what most people are talking about from this episode is the um you know the battle scene and the whole the i mean kind of leading up to it a i thought it was cool that damon didn't speak a word like this whole episode he just was just shows up at the meeting and um the <laughs> messenger shows up and he's just like here's your message takes it and the way he took it i thought was funny he's just like (laughs) (laughs) reads it and is basically like fuck that i'll do it myself and then beats the guy with his helmet yeah and then the next scene he's fucking going arnold schwarzenegger in an 80s action movie (laughs) i loved it i thought it was just the whole the whole battle was awesome i think a lot of people are upset that you know, he was their arrows were being rained down on him and he barely got hit. But like 
do you know where come on like it's plot it, armor it, it, yeah exactly like we're not you know he's not gonna get taken out by one random arrow and that's how this guy who's been set up to be a main character from minute one of the series is gonna get taken out um he did get hit a couple times it looked like he was surrounded at one point but then you have the saves the day moment it was i thought awesome i thought the whole battle scene was awesome i agree i was i was thinking the same thing i'm like in my head i'm like you know i'm like okay this guy has a thousand (laughs) arrows raining down at him and he's barry sanders in around all over the place sidestepping everybody juking everybody juking the arrows but i was like uh, this is just what it is you got to accept that if that was real life he would have been dead five seconds like five minutes ago what do you know i mean it's in real life, it's gonna be hard to hit. The, they're they're by the ocean, so you know that it's windy. So what are what are these arrows really gonna do? I think if anything, it's just causing him to need to like find a place to hide. You know, slow him down a little bit. I don't think anybody's really thinking they're gonna put one right through his dome. I was I was thinking back to our boy. I forgot his name because he was in like one season, then fifteen seasons later, he showed up and got the arrow through his chest. The no, battle bastards. <laughs> Jojen was it? Jojen? Yeah. Was it Jojen or no? That's that's um Star Kid, the Star Kid. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. What's his name? Rickon. Rickon. Yes. yes. He but all he had to do is that fall, maybe maybe even just like fall down <laughs> on <Yeah>. purpose. <laughs> but I was like, I saw a clip on Instagram with um um the, like the somebody's I guess a couple of Barstool guys have their own Game of Thrones podcast as well. Yeah, no, Game, no free ads. No free but, ads. Game of Stalls, but it's yeah, pretty but good. they were like. Blowing it up like it was the greatest battle of all time. I enjoyed no. it. Yeah, they would. I was like, chill out. I mean, there's a battle of bastards and all that stuff. That was much better, but I enjoyed it. Um, one thing I didn't like, I don't know if we can get into it, was was killing the crab feeder off scene. Like, give me that battle between those two guys. Then you know, maybe five less minutes of of just a a, a big action scene. So that was the only thing I didn't like. I, I wanted to see that battle on screen. Agree. Um, I would have liked to see him kill the crab feeder. I mean, I also think it was like, I liked what they did, him just dragging him out there, like just the head, just the torso. Um, but I would have, yes, I would have also preferred to see him die on screen. Um, the other piece to that is like, does the dragon, uh, the dragon, the crab feeder have grayscale? Like, should. Oh, a thousand percent. Touching him like skin to skin. I mean, not. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. Not not only was he dragging him out barehanded, he had his blood all over him. Right. So, so like, I don't know. I don't um, know. I honestly, I I like the fact that he comes out just dragging him out. I thought that was so badass. I think it, it also set. I think it also kind of sets the standard of like this dude really is. You know, he's obviously a terror but he's kind of a pawn of the the three cities or whatever you know he's a he's not that big of a deal so and that that almost is like damon going in there and coming right back out and like killing a going. rat yeah just like yeah go in the cave kill him drag him out all right we're done here next yeah um yeah no i mean don't get me wrong i liked what they did but i also would have preferred to see yeah, like if yeah, i had a choice i'd rather see it but i liked what they did and i recognized the kind of like the symbolism of that the fact that you're just dragging this garbage out to the curb like all right yeah yeah um, you always got away with words that that 
That always sways me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm doing it on the fly too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sway me. I'm still stand by my opinion. Yeah, no, I wanted like... to see him fight, but Benny made a, a nice, eloquent point. Yeah, I want the dissent. The dissent is what makes the pod. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, going back to Robbie's point before and and all our points, it was a cool ass battle. Um, you know, sea smoke showing up and you know blowing shit up. Um, I don't think it was like on par with some of the like other you know battle of the bastards or hard home or things like that it was cool we now see damon um as a badass my only i know this is such a stupid gripe but like i just can't fathom how they were able to survive for three years when the, the opposing army has two dragons and is not under siege hiding in caves like I know it's for the story, I know I'm nitpicking, and there's, I'm sure a possibility that they could have, but I just think it's stupid that <laughs> they're hiding in caves for three years. Like, come yeah, on! I get it. I get it. I, you know, I, I think it's a it's a valid gripe, but um, it's it's so I stupid. Know. I know I'm being stupid by no, by but I mean, hey, if if you're we're here to break it down, we're here to like pick pick apart all the details. So you know, I. I there, there are things I think you'll notice as we like deep dive into every single one of these episodes. I am very easy to let things go and just oh, kind yeah. of accept them as is where, you know, I don't know what I'm going to be picking apart, but it will get to a part of something that I start picking apart. Yeah. And by no means am I like trashing this episode now because of that stupid thing, which is what people on the Internet love to fucking do. Um, I just I, I just remember watching the episode and being like, that's wild that they were able to survive for so long. I think caves. I think that's more of a valid criticism than what's getting the most criticism on the internet right now with the arrows, like him surviving yeah. the, the raining of the arrows. I think that's oh. more of a valid criticism. Yeah. If you really want to break down, like you said, it's probably windy. They're fucking how high up versus where he is. He's moving around. And then there's like areas where there's cover. Like, I didn't think that was that wild. And also, he has plot armor. So like I'm going to suspend some disbelief like every every movie and show has that shit. Like how many fucking stormtroopers couldn't kill fucking anybody in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. all right. Like I get it. They probably should have died, but they didn't. So move on. Right. Right. Um, same with how I'm going to move on about them surviving for three years. It's It's almost like, you know, my answer to a lot of things is always like, well, if that's what happened, we wouldn't be getting this story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's if that's story. how he, Yeah, like we're getting this story because of all the badass shit that happened. Right. Uh if he if he just got murked out and then that was it, like, well, then why make a make why make a TV show about it? Yeah. Why are the cameras rolling? Yeah. We could have <laughs> just ended it there at the whole show. He, oh, yeah. Oh, Damon died. <laughs> Sorry. Show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Some shows should do that. That would be so fucking funny. If it was oh, like, like one episode, yeah, like like almost like um a Ned Stark situation, but at the end of that, it it just ended. That's it, and, and that was it. And the, and no no answers to any questions. Nope. People were just being like, "We need more. What's going on?" Nah, <laughs> you sorry, said you want it to be realistic. You want yeah. it to be realistic. There you go. He's dead. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, was there anything else that we missed from this episode that we should discuss? before we 
name our kings of this episode. Do we want to talk a little bit about um, we got to see more of the Valerian family, the little kind yeah. of power struggle that was building between them two, the um, brother and the um, and Corliss. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought that was go ahead. I thought that was a cool scene. I, you know, you're getting you're getting the whole we've been doing this for two years, man. Let's make a make a move or get the hell out of here because we're not just sitting here. We're all going to die. Right. Um, I, I like that. Corliss, Corliss is the sea snake. His right. brother, he, like he put his foot down and said, right. "Hey, Vaymon. we're here. Yeah, we're here to do X, Y, and Z, and that's what we're gonna do. We're not gonna start a mutiny. So don't don't start that shit up right now." So he, you know, I think he established himself as like kind of a, a noble guy. Yeah, yeah, in the in that situation, and also he was uh, like Vaymon was bitching about the lack of help from the crown basically um so i wonder if that was kind of a um a thought amongst more people and he was just you know vocalizing it like why isn't the crown helping us we're just doing this on our own i wonder if that will come up later maybe coral you know Cor- like you said corliss is like we're not stoking mutiny but that could have been not so much for his loyalty to the crown but for the you know the men in general like you can't have people um being mutinous when they're trying to fight yeah but maybe close goes back and is just like uh oh and by the way thanks for the fucking help dickhead (laughs) yeah and and by the way you didn't help and all these men were ready to turn turn and run and i i stopped it but i think it that just kind of shows how important the step stones are to him oh yeah because he's not whether they all die of starvation. He doesn't give a shit because if they lose and they show that their house and, crumbles, right. And they lose control of that. Like exactly. Like you said, that the house crumbles. What, what about you... um the, re- the reaction of Damon to, Hey, I'm giving, giving you help. And he's like, nah, fuck that. Like That's I would what I'm rather, saying. he was just like, I would rather die. I would rather die. Cause I okay. know that there's probably 50, 50 chance going into this that I die than get help from you after, I don't know if it was just in general or after all this time, now you're going to send help. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I feel like we're probably going to get some of that in a future episode, whether it's next episode or uh, beyond that. But what do you think, Robbie? Like, what do you think um, Damon was like, fuck you. It took you too long or like it could have been day one and he would have said, fuck you. I think it's just, that's just day, that's just who Damon is. It could have been just day one, and he would have been like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> I, that's who I just think he is. I just think he's a son of a bitch, and he just wants to do everything on his own. And I don't know if he doesn't trust anybody, but I just think that's the that's the character who he is. I feel like he's more aligned with Jamie Lannister than anybody. I think from Game of Thrones. Um, maybe it'll take some time for him to 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 soften up a little bit like Jamie, but Jamie was still a, a, a nasty bastard. But um, yeah, I could have been day one. He would have been like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm Damon. I'm Damon the dick. I don't care. I, th- I think you're right. And I think because part of this, his whole motivation for this is the notice me part of it. Right. And like, I'm going to go do this and you're going to be thankful to me finally. And you're right. going to finally give me the respect that I deserve because I handled your business that you should have been taken care of years ago. Right. And that and that I think is 
a reason why the episode was called second of his name because it's also it's not just Aegon the second but also the second brother you know right. the younger brother who's like i'm gonna do this on my own i don't need your fucking help you know whatever um, yeah, i feel like it almost plays in sorry benny no go, no, ahead. go ahead no, i feel like it almost plays into his like insecurities of being that younger brother and right. his brother's the king and i feel like you know what now i'm gonna i'm gonna prove to everybody that i'm worthy and i'm the man and i can do this on my own i don't need the help like you guys you guys are saying right yeah and i think or there's there was a lot of chat on the internets that you know now you know damon is such a badass would you put him as the biggest badass of the game of thrones universe so far that we've seen or is he still not there yet not even close for me i think agree (laughs) number number one all right, I think it's a very it's a very much a toss up between Bobby B. Okay. King Robert is probably the biggest badass of all time even though you didn't see it. Yeah. And again another person that you didn't see, Rhaegar Targaryen. To me is always like probably one of the most badass characters. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of uh in the books especially there's a lot of badass motherfuckers um that we either didn't see or didn't see. I mean um uh fuck what's his name the oh the... let me let me cut you off yeah go Sorry, please because i'm thinking it. of somebody how what do you think about this i saw somebody bring this up online so viserys gave or told rhaenyra about the prophecy of ice and fire right we know from the we know from the books that rhaegar loved books was always right. reading was always reading was always right. reading right then one day he read something put the book down and said, well, I guess I need to be a warrior. Yep. Is that what he read? Possible. That's very possible. I I thought that was like such a a cool little thing. I don't think we're ever going to get confirmation of that, but I don't know. I I love that, that part of it. Um, I was trying to think of Sir Barristan Selmy. Cause like, yes, in the books, he is so badass. in the show. Kind of badass. Yeah. But I mean, there's a ton of bad people. Damon's, Definitely cool as hell, but he's not up there yet. He might not. Although, I don't even, he might not even be in my top ten. I don't think as badass yeah. people so far. Right, but I did read that George R. R. Martin said he was his favorite character to write ever. Damon. Damon. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he he's been it's he's a very good character so far. Yeah. So we'll see where he goes, which I'm very excited. Um, anything else before? Uh, Robbie puts Viserys on the Iron Throne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here I come. <laughs> um, I one thing I'd like to note before we do the Iron Throne is um, just really quick. Uh, the first episode of Game of Thrones got two and a half times the amount of viewers that Lord of the Rings did nice. on Amazon. So, did either did either you guys watch it? I can't do I can't do both of these shows at the same time. No. I mean, what kind of what kind of question is that for me? I know you didn't watch <laughs> it, but I didn't, I wanted to include you. I think you I'll know, watch it. I think I'll watch it after the season. Um, but I'm not like dying to watch it at all. Yeah. Well, I watched episode one and it was meh. Well, you know, you already know you you know. My favorite is Lord of the Anal Rings. So that once I'm done, <laughs> once I finish those, then I'm gonna I'll get back into Lord of the Rings. 
<laughs> right. Were you the one that said like Amazon kind of put all chips in on on this series? I don't think so. Like I mean, think in some, what I, aspect? I I think someone said with the amount of money that they put into it, and like they're basically saying like if this doesn't do well for them, they're kind of going to re- rethink their whole streaming strategy. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised they fucking spent a billion dollars on this. Yeah. And the thing that's so stupid is, and we, this doesn't have to be a Lord of the Rings fucking podcast, but they are basing the story for that show on like basically nothing. They can't use like any of the Cimmerillion or any of the other writings. They don't own any of that shit. So hmm. they're basing it off of like appendices in Lord of the Rings. It's it's fucking crazy what they're is what the- what they're spending money on to make this. Now again, I only watched episode one, so it might be awesome. But from one episode, I feel like it's not. Is the sun involved at all or no? I don't believe so. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so who sat the Iron Throne? For you guys, I think Benny went first, then Robbie went first. So I guess I should go first and I'll yeah. go last. All right. Uh, who sat? Because I didn't even think about this yet. So the person who sat the Iron Throne for me in this episode, um, I think the easy answer is Damon, but I'm actually gonna go with Rhaenyra. Uh, even though you know, Damon had the the scene so far i think that's probably the most popular um scene in this series as of yet but she just her scenes were crazy and we didn't even talk about the fact that viserys was just like i'm not gonna supplant you we didn't even talk about that shit but i mean like but even prior to that the fact that she killed the boar she came back covered in blood, did not kill the white stag. I feel like it's they're really being heavy on your the future ruler of this realm and everyone else is weak and is not. So that's why I'm going to go with for the second week in a row for an era. Wow. Well, I am going to say. I'm going to make Robbie very happy with my pick. And I am going to say that Viserys did sit the Iron Throne in this episode for me. I think maybe not because of how his story is going to play out, but just the performance we got. Um, And the scene of him being wasted, getting fed up, the scene of him by the fire, the scene with him, like you just mentioned, talking to Rhaenyra finally and like kind of getting stuff off his chest. um, Right showed a whole ton of different emotions throughout the whole episode. Um, but again, you know, that decision to say you're not getting supplanted is probably going to come back and bite him in the ass. But I'm glad that, you know, he at least had that moment with her. Like, right. you, again, you mentioned the, the, the scene with uh, Allison, you know, that little monologue that he had talking about how he felt about everything. And I think for me, he killed it this episode. So Viserys, for me, sits the Iron Throne. Wow, Robbie! I, you stole my pick. No, really? Wow. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I said that uh, Robbie's going to hate Viserys ten times more after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, you know, I, 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 like I said, I enjoyed him getting a little, little wasted and then he just being like, fuck you with everybody. So he, uh, he's gained a little steam. He's not Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, but he's a little steam. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the obvious choice. And, uh, my Iron Throne this week is Damon. I, I, I just think, again, most badass character after the first three episodes. Um, I just thought that that battle scene was, was was cool, and I just thought that you know he was just just slaying everybody. Um, <clears throat> I just think the whole "f you," I'm doing it by myself attitude is is something I, I I like, and and I just think that the confidence that he shows each episode in himself, whether it's you know gonna bite him in the ass, who knows? But I just think that um, I just think that for what he did with no dialogue whatsoever. Went in there, killed a crabby the crab feeder. Came out, <laughs> probably has grayscale now. Probably gonna die in week seven. But um, I just, I just, I just enjoyed it. I, I thought, I thought his whole story arc this week was just him being a badass dude, and and, and just for that, Damon is gonna sit on my Iron Throne this week. Nice, all good that choices. Was my, that was my pick, and I the reason I didn't was the whole grayscale angle because I think he might have fucked himself big time. Wow. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like they kind of panned at the end scene, you know, a little bit too much on him and his buddy face to I don't know. There's no way he cannot have grayscale after that. That's what I was thinking, because they spent so much time like showing his fucked up head and his face and like all the, the scabs and shit that he had probably from peeling all that stuff off, trying to keep him alive. Real quick, Ryan, did they is that what kill, ended up killing Jorah in Game of Thrones? I feel like it's been so long. I don't even remember how he died. Jorah Mormont? Yeah. No, he died in the Battle of the Bastards. That's right. Yeah, That's he right. was protecting her. Miraculously yeah, yeah, yeah. healed by Samuel Tarly. Well, because right. they, they ripped it all off and didn't like quarterize him or whatever. I don't remember, but yeah, they be, they they scraped it all off and then yeah, did something. She couldn't even give him like a, a quick handy just for just for always protecting her the whole the whole damn fucking epic, the whole damn series. Stubborn girl, man. She's right? Come on, girl. man. Give him a smooch or something. Give him a little <laughs> little rub and tug. Alisi. Alisi. <laughs> oh man. So I guess we'll wrap it up there. That was a it felt like five minutes, but I think we went like about an hour. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to say anything else before we go? Because I definitely don't want to cut us off again like I did last week. I once again am begging for emails. Yes. Be, please. Be going great podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Going great pod at gmail.com. Sorry. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Um Please send us uh, something, even if it's you three guys are morons that don't know what you're talking about. Anything. Questions. Tell us, tell us if you learned anything. If you want to be on a show, come yeah. on the show with us. Anything. It would be amazing to get feedback about this. Um, you know, the, maybe explain something like this. I don't understand like why. XYZ happened or why this person is doing whatever. We'll do it in a non-spoilery way, just like everything else. I almost slipped up this episode, but I didn't. Um, so any questions, please. 
give us your who sits the Iron Throne every week. Yeah, anything. Robbie, tell yeah, the people don't... to email us. Hey, people. <laughs> don't make me get the fucking hound after you. Email us. He'll eat all please. your chickens. Yeah, all your chickens. And just, just email us. We, uh, we, the three of us, mainly Benny and Ryan, are very small with this. And, and it's a, put in some work. You know, we're not sitting here just freaking dilly dallying, putting in work. We're trying to entertain people. So, you know, send us some feedback. Let Benny and Ryan answer your questions. I'll just sit in the background and tell you how much Viserys sucks. <laughs> you draft your fifth fantasy football team of the year. Yeah. yeah. Draft, draft Trey Lynch for the 14th time this year. Um, but yeah. I'm, just, I'm just glad. Sorry. I just, I'm just glad that we kind of stepped away from uh, Viserys' Lego hour and we didn't go back into his little fucking <laughs> Lincoln log room. So I was glad about that. I want to see the finished product, though. Is he I want to, you know what I want to see? You know what I want to see? How he dies. He's going to oh, get yeah. killed. He's going to get killed or thrown onto that, that, uh, and like that a... little model city and all that blood r- rushing down the streets, just like the intro of the show. That's, That's how I want it to go. It's almost like, did you ever see Hot Fuzz when they end up in the, in that little miniature town? And that's how the guy he gets like impaled on the thing. I haven't seen it. Well, I ain't watching that anymore. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did you see Shaun of the Dead? No. No. You fucking idiots. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god, I'm like getting hot because <laughs> <laughs> um yes, please so to reiterate, uh send us an email, it'll be in the show notes. Um Listen to our episodes on Mondays where me and Robbie talk about um, how we're getting gray and listen to Benny's podcast on Wednesdays on official intelligence where he talks about, I don't know, eating snacks, right? The dumbest, the dumbest things possible. The dumbest things possible. (laughs) Um, So I'd say that's it. Robbie, Benny, one of you tell him good night. Good night, gray boys. Good night, Viserys. <laughs> Good night, Sir Christian Cole, you handsome little bastard. You fucking dreamboat, yeah. <laughs>